Good evening! Welcome to the new episode of the Great Plains Ghostbusters Adventure Hour. Episode oh. 3 of Season 3. I'm Nick, I'm your Ghostmaster, and I'm joined by... Nelson as Agent Omelette. Kirk as Arky. Jason as Agent Schwartz. Shannon as Vera Trevino. So does anybody remember where we were and what we did last episode? It has I have been bullet a while. Points. Okay. All my bullet points. Sure. Okay. The Star Seekers are the ancient ones. Officer McPherson has Mira at the station overnight if we need him. Umlot took dir- tablet to Director X, who needs it clean and translated. Louis Tully called. He's the executive financial officer. Uh, Mr. Blander called him. He sold a tablet to Tully. The tablet is nowhere to be found. Uh, we have to go work for the United Foundation of Occult Sciences. I think. Badgeson. Uh, Simon Langor, attorney at law. I have he's an arsehole. Mr. Von Duncan. We have to work for him or pay him back. And we have Jane Doe as our new trial secretary. Does that ring any bells? <laughs> Jason, you get called into Director X's office. Oh, and inside it's all glass, white, and chrome. There are two seats that look like those weird egg-shaped chairs. He sees you coming in and just decides to come out and talk to you instead of going into his office. Agent Schwa. Yeah, X, what can I do for you? Well, since you decided you... I don't remember his voice. So, when, when you forgot to power up, I sent your partner to infiltrate the Great Plains Ghostbusters. So I don't know if she left you a message. She doesn't seem like that kind of person to leave messages or tell anybody what she's doing. No, I'm an agent in training still. That figures. What I need you to do is I'm betting that they are heading towards the authority on all things. Elder, like elder gods, elder creatures. If I got a look at that tablet correct, you need to go talk to them first. Where can I find them? You need to go to the United Foundation of Occult Sciences in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Oh, God. You're asking me to go across the river. Yes, I'm sorry, but it's in the beautiful part of Council Bluffs. It's not downtown. Uh, no, you're you're making me go across the river. You know what that's uh, to my circuitry. I know, but <laughs> you'll only lose like ten IQ points for crossing that river. So you'll you'll be okay. Sorry, I, I we love you. So many. I I I, uh, <laughs> I know I only have so many IQ points to spare. You keep your fake love over on your side of the river, bitches. Iowa has a lot more going for it than Nebraska does. So it has cheaper rates for your car taxes. It has 
gambling. It, it is going to have marijuana. It has one of the first states to have gay rights to marry. So Nebraska, with its... My wife came from there. ...ass backwardness, I would probably like to live in Iowa more than this stupid state if that goddamn governor stays in office. So, you know... Here, here. Uh, yeah. If he wants to hold a million or a hundred million dollars from people because they don't want to because they don't want to wear masks in this state, I'm not going to give a hundred million dollars to any corporation that demands them to wear masks. Okay, that's we'll my rant. We'll never get rid of it. We'll never get rid of the coronavirus. Welcome remember, to political talk. <laughs> right. So <laughs> when I say I I I actually changed my mind. I like Iowa. And I think part of it is really beautiful. Nebraska is ugly as shit. When you get out to the panhandle. We're used to the, the Nebraska hate. <laughs> when I drive to Minnesota, that's the most, that's really beautiful. All the hills and stuff in Iowa with all the trees and stuff. It's great. Okay. Enough with the love of Iowa. Now. Council Tucky's still like on a floodplain and basically a dirt patch, but other than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you want to hear an Iowa story? It's disgusting. You'd expect nothing less. <laughs> so I dropped the kids off at daycare. I think it was Monday. And on my way back, I'm like, what the fuck is that horse doing there standing by itself on the side of the road? And then I noticed his big old schlongs hanging out. <laughs> and I just <laughs> kept driving. That's it. <laughs> 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 that's, that's it i just kept driving i don't know if they just mated it or they're keeping it away from the other horse to not mate but he was having a good morning okay. this has been I your just, update from iowa i thought it was Back gonna be a lot worse than that <laughs> same here <laughs> Iowa, it's really a choose-your-own-adventure, and you chose the wrong path. Right. <laughs> I did not want to choose the other any other path than going home. <laughs> <laughs> you chose poorly. So what you need to do is you need to find Donath Von Duncan. He's going to call himself a doctor, but he's not really a doctor. A pseudo-doctor? He's trying to change his actual name to be Dr. Donath Von Duncan. This guy's a great, like a whack job psycho, but he does sometimes know what he's talking about. All right, so where in CB can I find this compound? Considering I'm going to be losing 10 points by IQ. I'll give you the directions. His compound's a little bit hidden. Oh, great. So. We're going to go to the Ghostbusters. Um, Jason, do you want to do anything before you leave? Uh, yeah, I want to charge my uh, my power cells up. I want to see if I can find any type of uh, EMP action type thing to keep what few IQ points I have to spare <laughs> before crossing over the, 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 the muddy mo. Plus, I want to drop off some co some coffee off to the to to the to the triplets. I got them some good stuff. Okay. Um, they hand you you hand them the coffee, and they hand you um, 
a tinfoil hat. It's in the shape of a triangle. <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> I, uh, wear, go ahead and wear this over there. It'll protect your brain. Yeah. Who am I supposed to be, the Tin Man? <laughs> You'll love it. It's the new fashion statement in Iowa. It keeps the brains uh, up. You'll love it. Just make the coffee. Oh, look at Mr. Smart. I'm going to tell these little guys what to do. All right, fine. Hey, I brought you guys the good stuff. Hey, here, here's your coffee. Now get out. Thanks. Yeah. Have a good day. Wait, is it right. under? Why am I drinking coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was Jason, was he a cyborg or an android? I had cyborg written down. Okay, you're a cyborg. Booyah. Hey, it's been a month. Oh, yeah. I only knew it because that was one <laughs> of the few notes I had down. Ghostbusters, what are you guys thinking about doing today? Well, we have to go work for the dude, right? Yep. Von Duncan? Yep. So that. We were at the, we were at the plywood, uh, plywood building, right? With the what kind of items do you think you should be taking with you? You're just going to talk, oh. right? Well, I always want to have my proton pack. And a trap. Weren't we and supposed to go get goggles. the proton packs that we threw off the ship? I believe that we did that. Okay, we were so getting, I am... Yeah, okay. we were getting on the ship, and then um, Spandagles reminded us we needed to go get them. Alright. So, yeah, let's... Uh... Go work for what's his face. All right. And, uh, so, <clears throat> and what about you? Just gonna have a, a me. How are you gonna get your way into this? Since you're the new secretary, how are you going to talk your way into going with them? First off, I took a neuralizer, so I'm just gonna redo anything that's messed up. Won't, <laughs> well, because of course, brilliant <laughs> at all of this stuff, right? Um. So, what could go wrong there? Yeah, what um, could you do? Just keep neuralizing them until they get it right. That's exactly. No, just a little bit um, of brain damage. Never hurt anybody. No, no, it'd be fine. That's yeah, perfectly safe. Okay, how many times are you flashy died thing so me? Many times. <laughs> you ever flashy thing me? No. Are you are you lying? <laughs> no. Um, so I have a neuralizer. Um, I have a little cricket gun. And, um... Probably a uh, translator. So if I need to have anything translated, if somebody starts talking some gibberish, I can. Okay, that kind of makes sense. What I got of it, anyway. Almost like the Douglas Adams thing, where you throw a, you know, the fable fish. Felica fish. You should invent one fish. for the game. You should make a universal translator that fits in your ear. It would help out with some of these adventures. <laughs> All right. The United Foundation of Occult Sciences is housed in a huge, windowless, ultra-modern gray and silver building that looks as though it was designed by the same guy who did the special effects for Abbott and Costello go to Mars. You, Doc, because you're taking the ship, right? Right. Right. Okay. You, Doc, the Ecto... What do you call it? 
I don't think we ever named it. We've always just called it the ship. And the Flying Dutchman. Ecto and... ship. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm on the Ecto boat, bitch. All right. You <laughs> Ecto boat. The Ecto boat. <laughs> and head towards <laughs> the entrance ramp. As you approach, 12 men in spiffy dark blue uniforms with UFO security badges block your way in the dark depths of the building. You can't help but noticing that these guards are carrying what looks like M16 rifles with all sorts of strange tubes, wires, and coils attached. You also notice that the weird weapons are pointed at you. Oh, I'll put my hands up and say we were asked here to be here, gentlemen. We come in peace. Somebody got a little too crazy with their uh, glue guns. I don't see you on the list. We spoke to... The right list? Well, we spoke to... um, You are not on the list. We spoke to Simon Langor, who said we had to report here to meet Mr. Von Duncan. Simon Langor is not on the list either. Uh, if they're as dumb as the people who are in the firehouse, I'm just gonna walk, try to walk past them. Hey, now, hold on, now. And he grabs your shoulder, and he pulls you back. That's not very funny. You need to wait here, and we will call this in. Okay, you could have said that. Twice. You're not on the list. I know. Did you didn't even tell me your names? How do I know you're not on the list? Great Plains Ghostbusters. Oh. Well, wait here. And he walks in the little guard shack and makes a phone call. And you overhear, Excuse me, boss, but it looks like the Great Plains Ghostbusters are here. Oh. I should let them in? Okay, hold on. Thank you. Hey. Don't let them in. Boss said they have to wait here. They're not cleared yet. Well, this is just perfect. Stand there and wait, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, and just, I'm gonna, I want to talk to him in the office room. Oh, okay. Gonna stand there with my excuse balls me, lady. In my hand. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna go ahead and while he looks at me, I'm gonna flash the neuralizer. Yeah, this is getting old, so uh, we're on the list. You're gonna let us in, and you're gonna guide us to where we need to go. And he takes his badge and swipes the keypad, and the door opens. It's this huge vault door that swings out, and it looks like the rock, like a rock did wall that's s- hidden. Did we see the neuralizer? Oh, you, you did. I was in the office with them. You probably see a flash, but not like it's going to go right into your eyes, but it's indirect. Okay. It Is probably would have been... Probably would have been easier just to give that guy ten bucks. But I do that when I have a neuralizer. <laughs> you can't go around neuralizing everybody. You're gonna give him brain damage. He, he was already <laughs> brain damaged. I say there wasn't a lot more that could be done. I don't think. It's only been proven in rats. <laughs> All right. As you pass through the massive four-inch steel door which whooshes open as you approach and go down a long, dark, empty corridor. A man runs up and is like, Ghostbusters, thank God you're here. We've been waiting for you for like 15 minutes. We thought you'd be here by now. 
You understand we have to keep ultra-tight security at this foundation. So many crackpots try to come in and disrupt Mr. Von Duncan's very important, I might say, critical work. Almost running to keep up with your, your guide, you pass innumerable side corridors going off in all directions. You hear strange ticking and rumbling noises from somewhere to your left and high-pitched giggling and an occasional moan from off to the right. The smell of damp wolfhound uh -oh. pervades the building. Eventually, you round a corner into an enormous chamber. The wall disappears into empty depths where a ceiling might be lurking and the thick gray carpet muffles all sound. The chamber is quite empty except for a tiny black desk standing lonesomely in the center. The desk has an ET telephone and a little red plastic typewriter sitting on it. Your guide picks up the phone and ET's finger lights up, turns his back to you and whispers, they have arrived, Mr. Duncan. You hear squawking from the other end and a loud thud. Your guide hangs up the phone and turns to you. He will see you now. A rumble deep and ominous shakes the room as a 50-foot-wide back wall slowly rises into the ceiling, revealing a tiny white cubicle. The room's walls are covered with framed blow-ups of blurry cigar-shaped objects, aerial photos of South American ruins, and black-and-white stills from a bunch of bad 50s sci-fi movies. In the middle of the room, a short, pudgy, but distinguished-looking man stands at a table, gluing together a model... What the hell was that? Okay. Uh, gluing together a model spaceship from the TV show Battlestar Galactica. He waves you over and offers you his hand. Okay, guys. He's got his hand outstretched. I'll, I'll shake his hand. All right. Did you not learn from last time? Last time! Whoever shook his hand got glue all over it, and... That was the, me. Um, I remember now. One, <laughs> one moves point from the next... Um, probably all day. So I it, still have a negative one on my sheet, so I didn't learn. Go. So it's perfect. So I'll kind of grimace at my hand and try and wipe it on my coveralls, and... Yuck. Good to meet you. My name is... Ah, god damn it. I can get German. Gotta get German. Gotta get German. Come on. All right, so pretend this is actually in a German accent and not something I'm making up. Hello, good to meet you. My name is Professor Van Duncan. Now he's Swedish. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. It'll work. I'm just... Please give me crazy, too. Just go with it. He's international. All right. Hello, Mr. Von Duncan. Um... Thank you for having us here, forcefully. Next time, you might want to let your guys out front know that we're coming. See, that's weird, because I told them the Ghostbusters were going to be here. Did you okay, not perhaps... just give him $10 and he would have let you in? Why would I have to pay him when he's expecting me? No, no, he's just like that. All right, so, <laughs> you must be... Vera? Vera Trevino. Correct. And let's see. Archie Anderson? Yeah. So, no mix spandangles. No, spandangles couldn't be here. Mix spandangles. Uh, I think he partied a little hardy last night, which generally he's used to, so. He really went over the top, and he's not feeling so good. I think he got neuralized too hard. 
and probably didn't wake up. He's probably got brain damage now. See what happens? More brain damage. See what happens? He didn't. <laughs> Must be a lab rat. Right. <laughs> as, as you know, I run this little operation. I'm very pleased to meet you. I have heard so much about your work. Not too much about your courtesy, but so much about actual what you do. I know you guys are a bunch of assholes, but I need someone who understands the paranormal much like you. I think you pretty much summed us up to a T. We are assholes. We are knowledgeable assholes. I know what Mick's doing. Okay, so Mick got a phone call from the mayor of Omaha after meeting her at that party. He is going to speak to her about legislation about um, a company that's going to oversee all things Ghostbusters for the city, including all of your billing, your insurance, your pay, all of it. So you no longer will have to um, charge clients. You will just write up what happened and they'll send your write-up to the person that it happened to and they'll submit it to the state and then you'll get paid and reimbursed for all damages. So That's a good deal, but I'm not sure he's the one that should be making it, so... I'm not Good sure he's perfect. I'm not sure he's doing a lot of talking right now after the last encounter with her. So they are working out a deal horizontally, I guess you could say. Oh, Stop God. talking about it. You're making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a visual I won't be able to get out of my head. Yep. He's really negotiating. She has got a thing for public servants. Literally making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> All I beach? can think is her loose, baggy skin flopping around on her body. Oh, now you're uh. making me sick. All right. Uh. So, well, I'm sure you're very interested in what you are going to do here. Are you not? Let me tell you a little something about yes. our organization. We investigate occult phenomenons and extraterrestrials in a scientific manner. Not like those a-holes on TV. Oh, there's a ghost. Let's run. Oh, there's an orb. Oh, there's a UFO in the sky. But it, it's a plane, you idiots. God damn. Okay. We collect the evidence. Evidence. Not just stupid things on TV. Okay. We'll go, we go away from the TV now. We go away from... The actors and all that stupid Josh, Jack Jack Baggins shit. Okay, so we keep the evidence. If it doesn't fit, we throw it in the garbage. If it doesn't work for our theories, it's gone. It's crap. Okay. And he lowers his that voice. That doesn't seem scientific to me. Scientific Don't you keep... for me. Okay, it's, okay. If it's it my theory, it's mine. If it doesn't fit my theory, it's garbage. It's very open-minded of you. <laughs> he lowers his very. voice. Our main theory is that alien astronauts, space gods, 
created all life on Earth. God, the Scientologist, run! Run! are currently monitoring us from outer space. We are determined to be the first to get conclusive proof of this. If our ceaseless efforts to prove this crucial theory, we have to throw out lots of evidence. But that's science, yeah? No. No, what it's do you not. mean, no? It's, that's not science at all. With science, you take all of the information you have gleaned and put it together, whether it fits your theory or not. I put it together, and I take the part that I like, and I put the stuff that I don't like, and I put it in a drawer, and I light it on fire. So what's wrong with that? Are you an only child? Uh, Listen to our secretary. Even she's... I don't want to insult you, sir, but, I mean, you already know we're assholes, so she's talking smarter than you right now. I don't listen. I don't listen to anybody who does not make $60 billion a year. So, if you make $60 billion a year, you tell me, and I will listen well, to you. Spandangles is working on that right now. Morizuri uh, is working on something. I don't want to see it. I hope he doesn't video Ugh. record it. But no, knowing Mick Spandangles, he will. I watch his YouTube channel. I know what's going on. Gah! You are unlike the others. Don't try to contradict my theories because they are so visionary. Am I to be helping if you are not evolved enough to appreciate my stand and grand visions? Not about Stonehenge, huh? Explain that, smart guys. Can you prove there aren't aliens? That's not what we're trying to say. I mean, I believe in aliens. I feel like maybe we saw some the other night. However, you know, I, I'm not sure that they created us. And it, this is beyond the point. It sounds like we're forced to work for you no matter what we think, so... Whatever you say goes, boss. So... This is what I have planned. You guys go home. Take a couple days off. Meet me in New York City in... New York City? In five days. We will leave by a ship, and we will head north to the Arctic Circle, where my team has found something that I think you will find very, very interesting. Oh, do we uh, have some uh, money expenses? The Ghostbusters don't pay you very well. Who are you, anyway? Who? I don't remember you on the employee website. Who are you? You aren't on the Ghostbusters website. I'm new. Secretary. You brought your secretary with you? I need to take notes. She, she, she just needs, decided to tab, tag along. She needs field experience because, you know, some of our secretaries graduate to be members. Is that how you got your job? No, I actually started as a Ghostbuster. Thank you. What about you, Arky? I I'm, I'm one of the founding members of the Great Plains Ghostbusters. Oh, where are the others? Where, where is this? Where is this Stubbs? Where's he? Did he retire? But anyway, you guys have a couple days to do some research, look around, go shopping, go find something. He will give you a stipend of about $2,000 to get stuff that you want and need. Each you not... or? Each. Okay. 
I want to go to a sporting goods store and ask them exactly what I need for the Arctic Circle so I don't lose any fingers. I'm going to tag along with uh, uh, Vera to find that out as well. Okay. And we, we don't really have to go into that, but just let us know how much all that shit costs. $2,000. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pocket the two thousand dollars and head to uh, my V headquarters to basically get some of the gear from there. Okay. On your way home, you see, or you back to headquarters. You see somebody very familiar. You probably saw her like maybe yesterday. It's Lori, and she's walking into a movie theater. I don't know if you want to investigate what she's doing or, mm, I don't know, whatever you want. Is that the teenager? Yep. And you guys, when you guys are driving to this Arctic outfitter, you hear on the radio an advertisement for a Star Seeker open house. One night only, the Star Seeker open house. Saturday night. From midnight to 3 a.m., downtown, the G. Leahy Mall. Come down. You'll know us by our atom symbols. You ever wanted to know the real reason of the universe, how we got here, and everything else? Find out! Tonight! I make a, a note of this. When you saw Lori, she was going into the movie, and she was going to see a matinee of the day the Earth stood still. Better than paranormal activity. <laughs> So I will go ahead and, and pull over Parallel Park and follow Lori into the movie theater. It's going to be the old the Dundee Theater. Yep. Of course it is. Right next to the Dundee Dell. <laughs> you walk into the one screened theater and the lights go down and you sit directly behind them. And you overhear her talking about her plans for tonight, that she's going to go to the Star Seeker. I'm going to go to the Star Seekers tonight at their open house. It's going to be great. I'm going to help them give out flyers and T-shirts and all this good stuff. And maybe I'll see that uh, Mir Miri guy? Meven? Miri? I can't wait. I love him so much. So does anybody remember who Miri is? Mira. Yeah, he's the LARPer. He broke into yeah, he broke into our place and we got him arrested for at least a twenty-four hour hold. Yep. And he said he was looking for the tablet, which we had no idea what he was talking about. So Lori is apparently in love with this dude, but she doesn't even know his real name. Which you might find as kind of odd. She doesn't even know his name. It's Miri, Mir, Marvin, Mirvin, I don't know, but I love him so much. Gonna hang out with him all night, sell t-shirts. I'm just sitting behind her, just taking this all in and, and rolling my eyes quite extensively. Okay. Um, I might lean over quietly and just ask, where where is that again? It sounds kind of interesting. God, you troglodyte. Jeez. It's at the G. Leahy Mall. God. Do you know where that is? Or should I draw you a map? God. Totally. Go ahead and draw me a map. Totally rude. Great. Totally. 
She draws you a, a little hand that's holding up a middle finger, and she gives it back to you. And she's like, it's right there. Now follow it and get the fuck out. Stop messing with meh. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take that information. I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to walk out. And as I walk out, I'm going to tap an usher on the shoulder and say, she's talking and texting on her phone during the movie. I think she needs to be uh, kicked out of the theater. Okay, miss, we'll do what you say. Well, we'll, we'll go talk to... Oh, no. No, I, I, can't, I can't go talk to her. Why not? She... Her parents own the theater. Oh, really? They own the theater. Cool. Um, I, I can't do that, ma'am. Ma'am. completely understand. Let me go ahead as and uh, head out. And as I'm walking out, uh, I'm going to trip the fire alarm. A um, little bit goes on. You head back to MIB headquarters. Or what are you going to pick up while you're there? Wait, wait. I want to hear about Umlaut yeah. pulling the fire alarm. And uh, I wish probably bring in um, Agent Schwa. You, you are hiding in the shadows behind behind von duncan so you infiltrated the building and you were behind them and you noticed that your partner was along with them so you should probably be heading back to mib headquarters also i, I was giving von duncan the, the 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 bunny ears right mm. nobody nobody paid attention because you were such a good uh at camouflage that nobody realized that you were there. Really just a chameleon. He's got like, you know. <laughs> I'm a sword. Yeah. We probably assume that Von Duncan created you because he's such a whack job. <laughs> I was just a figment of imagination. <laughs> All right. So I guess I would actually be following Agent Omelet and saw her. Omelet. Stop at the, uh, the 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 Dundee Theater and all that. Carolyn parking like a champ. Not so much. <laughs> so the Ghostbusters phone rings, and also your phone rings, Umlaut, because okay. you tied your phone into their line because you are their secretary now. Got it. And unknown caller shows up on the caller ID. Got it. Ignore it! <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead and pick it up. This is uh, Ghostbusters. You uh, need. Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters! <laughs> Quickly! We have, we have work to do. Aliens have been sighted in Omaha. I cannot believe it. Maybe Bellevue? Because, you know, there's a lot of weirdos in Bellevue. But let me know about the point. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you got to hurry over to my headquarters right now. Or, where where, where are you? Where? I'm uh, kind of busy right now doing some stuff. Uh, oh, very, very nice. We got an emergency. There is aliens in huh? Bellevue. And I think this time it's real. Very important that we all get together and we go look for this thing. What what are what kind of aliens do they think they are? I don't know. 
Do you know? How would you know? You said they were aliens, and so aliens. I would assume that you would have some sort of impression of what, like, you know. are they illegal aliens, or are they aliens? No, no, I don't are they, care like, about you know, those. You to clarify on the Little alien illegal thing. aliens trying to look for work. I don't care about them. They can have their jobs. Well, did you no, what I'm talking what about is the anal probing going to abduction aliens. Why did you go straight to anal probing, by the way? Yes. I just wanted to come down to your level and tell you that this kind of alien, not aliens that are looking for fuck, but aliens that will probe your butthole. Why would I want to go find aliens that probe my butthole? So you get to them first and they don't probe your butthole, you probe theirs. I don't know, just tell no, me out. I, I don't want to probe anyone's butthole. Why is it always a fight with you people? Just do what you're told and come work. You work for me now. You come when I ask you. Not have a fight all the time. Vials fighting all the time. You guys know that I am your boss. I hey, own boss, you for at least three months. I own you. Oh, you know, I don't think you want to go with the own thing right now. Maybe right now is not a great time for that. You, okay, fine. You owe me millions of dollars. So until you pay that back. You kind of have to do what I say, or you go to prison. So what do you want? Uh, do you have a contract? Yeah, I do. You signed it. I you, signed it? You did. When you signed your Ghostbusters I membership pass, you signed over your rights to your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. I, you know, I actually kind of made some edits to the uh, contract before I handed it over See, to See, it's them, always so. a fight with you. Why do you just... Okay, fine. How about this? We pay you extra. How are we going to pay extra? We pay oh. you extra. See, oh, extra. see, I, oh, see, uh, wow. See, I, I think I met you as an alternate being at one time. I think you were a squirrel. I think, I think in an alternate dimension, I met you and you were a squirrel and you just kind of, yeah. So I know how to deal with you. 25%. Ever... 25%. 25% of yes. what? Of, of the base pay, extra. What is the base pay? You are the employee. You tell me. I think you're going to have to go like a little higher than two grand. I mean, what's that? That was a stipend. That's a nothing. Oh, just ask, just call your you friends. Were, you were bragging about $60 million over there or $60 billion or whatever nonsense you were talking about. So if you've got that kind of money, I expect a little bit of cash. She wants a 401k. I was going to say, we'll, we'll <laughs> double your 401k. I don't know. I, I don't really trust that I could buy anything in the stock market right now that's going to hold. Fine. How about I, I give you it in gold? Gold? Very nice. Oh, you're a gold guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do what? Just pile it up and sit on it? <laughs> Get away from my gold. Gold digger. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> And we sit on the episode. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. You don't have to do this part if you don't really care, but. Um, anyway, can you just give me a briefer on what kind of aliens a reefer. they are? Yes. They're small. They, uh, uh, apparently, they don't have any hair. They have giant almond eyes. And uh, sometimes they can be gray or green. Depends on what star they come from. 
Huh. Are these plaid? Who's plaid? The alien's plaid. No. What? Well, then that's not really an interesting alien. I kind of want to see a plaid one, you know? They're wearing plaid? What? You, you know about plaids? I've never told anybody about the plaids. How do you know about the plaids? You know about the plaids. I'm the researcher. You're the secretary. So you tell me how you know about the plaids. It's in the archives. Archives of what? Free archives. Who's free archives? Yes. There's what are you talking about? Free archives. All the free archives. There's plenty of free archives. You know, if we want to get to Bellevue, we should probably leave now, right? You're a very, very interesting lady. Maybe we should talk more about the plaids and maybe the plumes and maybe the plagiarists. We can talk about them or we could go to Bellevue to see them before they disappear, which is what you wanted. Okay. That's how you want it. Call your friends, have them meet me or have them meet um, at Sticky's Pizza down in Bellevue. Great. I want a $100,000 bonus now. $100,000 bonus. Yes. Okay. There's a million nonsense. I saw your place. You got money to spare. Sure, we'll do that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Great. I'll go ahead, line up the other two, and get going. All right. I'll send the paperwork over for you to sign for their bonus, and uh, good luck. Great. I'm going to have a legal look at it. will be great. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and reach out to um, Arky and Vera. Because I have their cell phone numbers. So do I have to go, like, bring, bring, or what? Yeah. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Arky, your phone rings. <laughs> It says from the office because I'm routing it through there. I don't know who that is. Arky, what do you want? Uh, apparently, there are aliens in Bellevue and we're supposed to go check them out. Aliens, huh? Hmm? Are they plaid? Sounds that way. All right. I'll tell Vera and we'll get heading over there. Sounds good. They're at the. Uh... I didn't catch the name of the place, but I'm sure we'll see that weird truck, some kind of weird trucks around it, so it'll be fine. Sticky, I think. Sticky something. Okay. Hey, Vera. What's up? Who was that? That was our peculiar uh, secretary. Um... Apparently, there's butt aliens in Bellevue. Butt aliens. Was that exactly yeah. what she said? No, she just said they're aliens, but you know, they like the butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should head on over. Um, we need to I get will butt. guard my butt. <laughs> we need to get butt guards. I'm sure you can find some in uh, Mix Bandangle's room. Just get, you know, a bunch of Charmin. <laughs> I don't want to be probed. 
the way, is Jason still there, or did he... Jason, you still there? I'm incognito. Yeah, he is. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Are we still on the ship, Arky? I have to assume we are, because we went straight to the sporting goods store. Yeah, we're together still, I think. I think we're on the ship. Alright, so we can head straight to Bellevue. Yay! Yay! Another awesome part of the area. <laughs> Where they stick E's on the end of every name just to show you that they're old day town day. Old day town day, yep. I like their light up street signs in old town though. So you get a text message um from Von Duncan that says once you're at Sticky's Pizza, head toward the Nero Greece Industrial Park. Okay. Nero? Like Nero. N-E-U-R-O. Nero Greece. Nero Greece Park. Okay. We can just go straight there. We don't have to stick to the roads. No, we're flying. We can go as the crow flies. Yeah, boy. And Umlaut, are you picking up your partner? Um, I wasn't going to, but then I accidentally nearly ran him over. Okay. I was pulling out of the parallel parking, which was nice. a brilliant parking job. So I'm going to like back up and nearly hit him. Hey, what are you doing? Where the hell did you come from? Aren't you supposed to be, like, recharging or something? Been there, done that. Got the shirt. Ordered the sweatshirt. You literally got the shirt. It says, I'm charged, but... Exactly. You probably shouldn't be advertising that. Got you a shirt, too. It's got an omelet on it. It's, it's omelet. It's not omelet. It's omelet. See, it's got it, it, a nice fry pan, and it's got two, two, two big eggs over easy. I'm not wearing that. It's, it's omelet. It's not omelet. And I will have a letter. It's going to happen. In your dreams, you? Trini. <laughs> Why are Lord, you here? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, like, undercover. You're going to screw everything up. You're undercover. I'm very good at it. How's that looking for you? Great. All right, so you're 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 heading to Bellevue. How did you know I was heading to Bellevue? To to to, to find some butt aliens. Why 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 are why do you always want to look for the aliens that are obsessed with butts? Well, that's what uh, what 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 your uh, your partners are uh, calling it. Did you did you uh did you wiretap their phones? No. Are you lying? No. It seems like you're lying. No. So, um can I just leave you here and continue going undercover? Yes. I'll drive. Oh, God. Because your parking skills obviously are lacking. 
It's awesome. I did an awesome parking job. Nobody no. parallel parks as awesome as I do. And if they did, then the <laughs> have, 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 have you seen how many slips of paper are your windshield wipers? I don't pay attention to advertisements. Those aren't advertisements. There's there are advertisements for the parking lot association, and I ignore them. Oh, Grasshopper, you have so much to learn. Those are parking tickets. And probably some rude, some rude uh, messages from distraught drivers from you bumping and creating paint uh, with their vehicles. My car is an art form. It's an art piece. And the fact that you don't appreciate the art piece and that they don't appreciate if you consider an 87 Volkswagen Rabbit an art piece, I have no idea what you're... <laughs> what, 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 What's what, funny what, what... is this goes on the entire drive there. Yes. Right. Um, you guys don't even realize that you're in Bellevue and you pulled up to this Dickie's Pizza and you're like... We're here. Oh, we lost time. Amazing. All right. So... What's, and you also beat the Ghostbusters there, and you can see their ship coming over the grand one-story buildings that make up Bellevue, Omaha, Nebraska. All right, you, you, you go play undercover, and I'll actually be undercover. All right. Um, how did we get here before them, anyway? It's all in the driving. You don't okay, know. so... He's going to be in camouflage mode, and I'm going to just start, like, I'm just going to lean against the car waiting for them to get there. And you guys, where do you, what do you guys do with the ship? You guys dock it somewhere? You guys leave it floating? You hop over? You just throw your proton packs over and jump to? What are you doing? I usually envision it's just kind of floating, and we take a rope ladder down or something. Hope for no wind. Give me a climb check. Okay, Steve. Kidding. <laughs> it would take a half hour. We don't have that. Uh, well, it'll be like my parkour check where I just, you know, bounce off the eaves of a building and fall to the ground. Is okay, that a muscles roll? Yep. Six. Mm. With no ghost eye? Yeah, with no ghost eye. Yay! I'm having Eight. PTSD. All right. You make it down sloppily. You kind of miss a couple rungs and almost fall off, but you make it. Your arms are a little sore. Um, Vera, you have flashbacks of parkour and decide to go down careful, and you make it down just fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The sign over the entrance reads, Neuro Greece Industrial Park. The park is a squalid maze of dirt-encrusted factories and bubbling pools of mildly toxic sludge. As you drive through the gate, you see a... or fly over the gate, you see a group of buildings on your left, labeled Flintstone Plastics. To your right is a low, dark building with the initials S-O stenciled on the side. Across the parking lot, you see a wire fence with dozens of warning. 
This fence electrified signs along its length. Enclosed by the fence is what looks like a munitions plant. And beyond the munitions plant, you see the familiar smiling face of a Ralph. Of Ralph, the mostless monster. He's a 40-foot tall plastic dwarf on the roof of the mostless building. He's slowly turning He's slowly turning a pollution gray. The roof of the munitions plant is lit. Looking up through the smog, you can take out a cigar-shaped metallic object about 30 meters long. Lights dance along the surface of the cigar, and it's shining a steady white beam down on the munitions factory. Just like the light that hit the Ecto boat. Ship. Whatever. We should probably meet up with Jane Doe and fill her in on this light situation. We've been hit by a light. And other than that, I kind of want to try to fly towards it. Even though last time it kind of had an anti-gravity thing, didn't it? It tried to explode our proton packs. Okay. Yeah, let's try not to fly... To into the light. I'm not. I'm not ready to die yet. Turn away from the light. <laughs> Don't go. Let's just it'll be start the, with it'll be the fourth. Up. The fourth time Arky died, and we can't have that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Does the last episode death count? No. No. So he died two times on last episode. So. <laughs> He's he's the Kenny of the Ghost Great Plains Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. So am I gonna walk up to them or are they gonna walk up to me? Uh, most likely you're gonna have to walk up to them because they're not going to come to you. Okay. Isn't that true, guys? Usually, he's, yeah. He's your Usually, employee. Yes. She walks to you. <laughs> That's right. All right, so I'm going to walk As... up to them and uh and uh going to ask, "Okay, um Okay, what uh what would you like me to do right now?" You're kind of wondering why your secretary's here. Why are you here? How how did you beat us here? Exactly. Um, I got the call, and uh, I think I was closer, actually, than you were when I got the call. Why did they call you? They called the office. Were you there? I had the uh, office phone redirect to my phone so that I could get some uh, Arctic gear. So Vera's going to look at you absolutely shocked because we have never had a capable secretary. <laughs> you this can, is weird. You can do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, oh you just my forward the God. call. I'll kind of side whisper to Arky. Maybe we should be asking her what we should be doing. Might be, might be best. <laughs> you don't pay her enough. who was that (laughs) Um, I do want to ask you know was there any information given on the call that we don't know about 
the most that I was able to get out of them was aliens, aliens, aliens. There's aliens. You work for me. Go look at the aliens in Bellevue. Aliens. And then butthole aliens was repeated multiple times as well. All right. Um, as, you, as you're talking about this, you see something small descending from the clouds. The object is oblong, silvery, no more than a meter across. It hovers, glides, sleekly, wobbles for a second, and zooms into the second floor window of the munitions plant. What the hell is that? Weather balloon? I'm willing to go check it out. Oh, uh, Venus. Are we behind the, the electrified fence, or are we inside of it? You are inside now. Okay, good. Okay. Alright, so assuming we're ready to go into the munitions plant? Yep, I've got all my gear, and I am ready. Let's go, I got my gear on too. I have a nice suit on. I'm a little worried about getting dirty. We got to get you some coveralls if you're going to start tagging along. We might have a spare set in the ship. Okay. Um, that sounds good. How, how am I supposed to get into the ship? I will yell to... Oh, Spandangle Bump. still isn't with us. I can climb back up and get her coveralls. They're about the same size, right? Sure. All of a sudden, like a whole bunch of like surprise factory workers start running out of the mostless crinkles, um, the mostless factory. They're just running out. The factory. The mostless. Like, it's like hostess, but it's mostless. It would have been better if it was a mimosa factory. Mimosa. Well, you don't Uh, know. With all the workers running out, sorry, I'm going to tell Jane she's on her own. So either come with or go get your own damn coveralls. We got to go in. That's fair. I'll just follow in the suit. Okay, you guys head inside the mostless dessert factory, and looks like all the employees haven't left. Some of them have stayed behind and are in awe. Um, Surprised factory workers stand at endless conveyor belts of mostless crinkles, fling dings, and other assorted processed foods, chattering excitedly and pointing towards a large door at the other end of the room. The PKE meter, which I'm not going to make you roll, indicates that there are some kind of paranormal energy in that direction. Through that door, you see a three-story tall room. Below, on the first floor, are giant vats of pastry goop. The second and third floor are crisscrossed by catwalks, large pipes, and bundles of electrical wire. Large open windows dot the walls. Oops. There's the little ship, and it's on the level out near the end of the catwalk, aiming a beam of light into one of the vats. Now what? This has got an OSHA uh, warning all over. <laughs> I'm gonna say, are Do they I... really that hungry for cake? Yeah. 
<laughs> do, I, do I need to approach to start firing on it? No. You want to want... just start firing on it? <laughs> kind of. There, it's, 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 it's using... It's used light as vita rays for to to build to put more, more nutrients into the adder. Right. Well, the the light is making me nervous because the last time we saw this light, it almost took made our packs blow up. It's it's her ammo to just shoot and ask questions later. Okay. If someone pulls me back. Um. Um. I don't think anybody's going to. I wouldn't do that for you. What? Is anybody else hearing voices? It's just you. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be holding the gun if you're <laughs> hearing voices. It's not a gun, it's a proton pack. That's totally different. Yes. Completely different. Do you keep hearing that? Hearing what? I'm gonna stand there confused. <laughs> it's taken my focus off of shooting this ship because I'm seriously wondering if I'm going crazy. You're not crazy. I'm gonna ignore you, little voice. What? Oh, it's comforting your, to hear your partner start going, I'm going to ignore you, little voice, in the middle of <laughs> holding a proton back with nuclear stuff on the back in, in, in a stressful situation. That's comforting. This is the Ghostbuster M.O. Okay, give me a shot. What? You fired Wait, on it, right? What is no, the voice is confusing me and I stopped. What is the light doing to the cream vat? Is it just shining into it or is cream rising? It looks like it's parting it, looking for something inside. Okay. I want to flip the goggles down. Does that indicate anything that I can see in there? There appears in the middle of all that... Um, sugary gook that there is a small hard object in floating in there somewhere I will let everyone else know what I'm seeing but guys everyone is on our ass about some sort of a tablet do you think that could be what's in the cream vat could be could probably check out what it is do we have any ropes no the gibbles the drain on the bottom of the cream thing Yes. Go pull the dream. Okay, so Umlaut runs down the stairs, opens the drain, and it's slowly... It's its kind of like the consistency of marshmallow fluff. And it seeps out very slowly. So it's probably coming How? out like an inch a minute. How deep is it? About eight deep. feet, nine feet. You've seen Batman, right? You've seen when the Joker falls in the pit? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. He, he seems to come out okay. Uh, he's a little... <laughs> <laughs> Arky's already got stuff he can't get off of him. Can you imagine if we put him in a vat full of marshmallow? I already have glue all over my hand. Let's see how much further I, down I can get my moves. Okay, does does the ship see Omelette 
draining the vat? Do they seem to care or notice? Let's just say, if you were to read their minds, they would be like, oh, she's trying to help us. The more gunk out of there, the easier it is going to be for us to get this thing out of here. When the cream appears to have been drained to a point where I could stand in it and not suffocate, I'm gonna jump in. You jump in the vat of marshmallow fluff kind of consistency, whatever this gunk stuff is, and you go right into the beam of light that this UFO alien ship has been searching. Precursor, I <laughs> dropped all of my nuclear bullshit off before I jumped. Uh-huh. Too late! You are now stuck motionless in this beam, and you are rising about three feet every second. You will be in the ship in probably about 20 seconds. Help, guys, help! I don't want to de-virginize my butt! (laughs) And and when she says that, you hear it like, Help, guys, help! I I don't want to get de-virginized my butthole. So it's very slurred, but she can't move her mouth. Got it. I'm going to my poor virgin butthole. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna push the bat, but I'm gonna signal for the um, schwang. 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 To, uh, yes. Schwang. That's the way it came Schwing out. Schwang. To uh to push the bat too so it'll actually move because I can't do it by myself but he can do it if he helps I don't understand what you're trying to to, to tell me there omelette it's what I'm calling you now you can't pronounce omelette I can't pronounce schlang so schwang go ahead and push it you've got about 15 seconds before she's up in the top and, Arky, as you are looking in the vat, you see a small green rock item coming up with her. Kryptonite! Uh, it looks to be some kind of statue. Uh-oh. Is it a we know what happens monkey? with statues. Well, it's a little one. Wouldn't it be a statuette? Kind of more like an idol. <laughs> so if I try to grab the statue, I'm going to get sucked up into the ship. Yep. Are there any, um... Remember, this ship isn't very big. This looks like maybe a scout or something like that. It's not the big mothership that you are expecting to be found. Got it. That's outside. That's way up in the sky. Do they have any, uh, like, jets that shoot the cream anywhere? Um, no. Okay. No Um, jets. Great. So... How big is how big is it again? It's very small, but how big is it? It's probably about maybe two meters long. Great. Like a, cinder, like a cylindrical object. Great. Your deanimizer, What? So there's a baseball laying on the floor, and I'm going to grab the baseball and I'm going to fling it at the thing. Oh, that's good. Piss it off. <laughs> Batter up! So you are about to fire. The the doors fling open like somebody kicked them really hard. And you look down 
the hallway and you see, or the the room and you see an army colonel entering the room he's got six soldiers in tow the troops expertly kneel and level rifles at you the colonel barks okay you communist saucerman make one move and I'll fill you full of democracy that's that's quality there that's I got a saucer Help me! Guys, you gotta save her. She's got like five seconds left. Um, Man, she's a lost cause. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the little cricket and I'm gonna try to um, shoot where the beam is coming from on the ship. Okay. As you saw, see that another um, soldier is like, "Excuse me, Colonel. It looks like we got one of those dang UFOs. We're gonna fire. I'm gonna fire on it. I don't even wait. Wait for your order." And when you fire, he fires too. The ship blows up into millions of little pieces and crashes into the vat of uh, gook and. Vera, you are going into the gook, too. Now it's covered in fiery, molten pieces of ship. Oh, nice. And you know what happens when you burn a uh, marshmallow? Yeah. Yeah, you might want to get out of there fast. I will use my muscles to try to pull myself and fling myself off over the side. Okay. And I will use two brownie points. So muscles is four. Okay. Sixteen. I rolled two ones. Okay. You take five brownie point damage from the shrapnel. I'm down seven. You have a lot of tears in your uniform and you're bleeding profusely. Did I make it out? Yes. I want to rip my uniform off because I assume there's smoldering marshmallow on it. I have a like wife beater and probably underwear on but underneath. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Mick doesn't, you know that, so Mick always <laughs> goes commando. Yep. Free ballin'. Well, I guess it's time for me to do my job. Put my sasses on. Go up to where the army soldiers are at. Excuse me, gentlemen. Well, if it ain't that damn rusky that we've been following. Why would you break in to a classified government facility? What are you doing here? I just need you to take a look. Why why does this little light right here on all seven of you? And you, you realize that he's wearing sunglasses. You're, you're going to need to take sunglasses so you can see this light really well. Now, son, I never, never take my sunglasses off. This is a point of authority. My sunglasses give me authority. Now, you listen to me. I've you got sunglasses on, too. Then. I've got more and authority you over do, you because I've got better sunglasses than you. And if you I don't do have those fake bands you've got. I've got real Ray-Bans. Maybe you'll live to see Siberia again. Come with me, boy. I don't think so. 
and all of his troops pull weapons on you. You have violated the sanctity of a United States Air Force trait, like... Uh, you're, you're, you're jurisdiction than if you're, because you're army. See, now, we, we don't care about jurisdiction when it comes to the United States government, and you know that. So you will come with us right now, or we have a little bit of as Luke Skywalker would say, aggressive negotiations. He never said that. He's a <laughs> he's a colonel. He doesn't know that Anakin said it. Uh, let's just let me call your boss, which I'm out of over head, and then I will then reach out to the president the, uh, himself, and we'll 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 see how far you're able to take this. All right, let's do it. Let's, let me play your game, and I'll call my superior, and you'll call your superior, or I just shoot you right now. Come with me, or my boys will kill you. I'd like to see and them I'm... try. Okay, here we go. So, here we go. <laughs> um, you have a dodge talent? Nobody has a, a flashbang, flashy thing that he could shoot the uh, soldiers with. That and I like to like to kick things over. Well, 16. 21 to hit. I think that's pretty good. I don't think you're going to be able to get out of that one. What are you? What are you even going off? Uh, going off of? It's so they like, have. You know, they have weapons talent of six. So I roll a six six dice or six d six. Uh, and a ghost die. Yep. And let me see. Do you have anything that will help you get out of the way of that? I can kick things over to uh, uh, block the uh, block any uh, bullets or shrapnel. That does not work. It hits your main CPU, and you are off. Ah, oh, great. Now, come with me, or you will end up like your friend. Um, who is he talking to? I'm all of you. I'm not real sure what happened to him. I we don't. Who the f hell is this guy? I don't know who that is, but um, I can't die for the fifth time, so uh, I surrender. Okay, hey, uh, you let gunpoint out of the factory, as the colonel says. I'm Colonel Higgins. And I've been in the Air Force Special Special Forces Division chasing you for a speckings of 20... Wow, what the fuck? Okay, this is written in an accent, right? So I'm trying to do this. <laughs> As you are led at gunpoint out of the factory, <laughs> the colonel says, I'm Colonel Eggins. I've been on the Air Force Special Forces Division chasing you and your sputkins for 25 years. I know a Sputkin when I see one and don't try and pretend like you're innocent. I know better. Don't worry, Jason. Your CPU will regenerate and you will be taken back to MIB headquarters for repair. Not like you're going to die. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask the colonel what the hell is a Sputkin. 
Sputkin. Yeah, I'm kind of like, confused by that too. Sputkin, like the thing from outer space that you Ruskies put in space. Sputkin. I mean Sputnik. Yeah, Sputkin. We're not Ruskies. You dress like Ruskies. You got a red red uh, insignia on your your arm. You're Ruskies. That's a burn mark. This is burnt marshmallow, dude. <laughs> are we in the eighties or are we in current? It's current. Then clearly this guy's off his rocker. <laughs> you think? <laughs> what was your first clue? <laughs> now, I want to know, know what you five are doing in a government secured building. I I thought it was a, a treat factory. Why? How are you counting five of us? Four. <laughs> Do you know Mr. Von Duncan? Donneth Von Duncan. Oh, that. See, now you got something there. Okay. That third communist. Don't you know? He's in league with them saucer men. Don't you watch TV? He been trying to get with the American people to believe the saucerman is some kind of nice guys instead of commie sputnins. Yeah, may only be pinkos instead of reds, but you're still going to do 20 years in the Air Force jail for conspiracy, treason, upholding the public nuance, nuisance, and anything else I can think of. Colonel, you are you Colonel. with the Army now? I'm with everybody. I'm, Air Force, I'm Army, like Marines, Coast Guard. Space Force, whatever you want. I want to explain to him that we are not here by choice. We, uh, Colonel, we got sucked into some weird conspiracy where we are now very heavily indebted to this Doneth guy. We don't want to be, we don't want to be here. We're, you know, we could really use your help. I mean, maybe we could pass along information we find out to you about Von Duncan. Now, I think that is a goddamn stupid idea. I don't care about what you guys think. And as soon as that happens, another group of people walk in and they're wearing all black suits. They're wearing sunglasses. Their hair is perfectly manicured. They look like they just stepped out of a fashion magazine. Would you please just look into this machine? Everybody come over here and we will explain everything to you. And I immediately put on sunglasses. <laughs> Higgins swallows his cigar butt, coughs, and says, Who the hell are y'all? The men in black flashes an idea, says it in a monotone, Agent Cygnus of the agency. I'll take these prisoners off your hands. Higgins looks as if he's going to have an anaplexy. Now wait just a god darn minute there, man. They're only real leads I've had in 20 years. You can't do this to me. The men in black stare at him without emotion. This is an agency matter now, he says expressionlessly. The men in black has the colonel sign some papers and the soldiers load you into a paddy wagon, locking the equipment in a steel box against the back wall. The men in black get in the paddy wagon with you, pulls down the shade on the rear window, and the dragon or the wagon drives off. So the weird thing is, um, the real men in black, you guys do not recognize these guys. Or should I say, Umlaut, you do not recognize these men in black. Will they at least give me some damn coveralls before they load me up in the paddy wagon? Uh, no. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna say, so where are you all from? He just looks at you blankly and he's just staring at you. So you have no answer to a simple question as where you're from. What did you see in the factory? I uh, saw some cream. I think it was uh, vanilla cream for the inside of cakes. Uh, looked like you there guys was are all there. You can talk to. I saw my friend. She was like, like being sucked up into a spaceship that was gonna butthole rape her. And I was like, oh no, not my friend. Can I get some first aid or some pants or something? <laughs> yeah, she had to take her clothes off because she got she was gonna get butthole raped. When when you guys are no. saying this, they 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 won't even change emotion on their face. They they're just staying straight like that. The second one next to him In the interest of national security, I ask that you tell me of what you saw in the factory. I want to know everything. Do you swear to tell me everything that you saw in the factory? I Does did, Sawyer. Does he look familiar to us? Maybe. He sounds familiar. They, Mira? Uh, <laughs> nope, it's not Mira. It's Louis Tully. Do you swear to not tell anybody about what you saw in that factory? Yes I or no? I can't do puberty voice. I swear. <laughs> I won't tell anybody. Just don't let the aliens probe my friend. My friend's virgin butthole. I don't want to be butthole for it. I don't want to be probed either. My butthole's fine, Arky. It's the rest of me I'm worried about now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure your butthole will be perfectly safe if you decide to... Not to tell anybody, and would you please take a lie detector test so we know that you will not tell anybody? I will tell you the lie detector test. What if we decline? All the podcasts I listen to say never take a lie detector test. Because they're bullshit. They're bullshit. If you do not swear and pass the lie detector test, we will erase your brain to six months old. Ouch. <laughs> He's going to deal with us then. Enjoy going through high school all over again in your 60s. Well, I'll take it. I'll take I it. I act like that. That sounds like a nightmare. I didn't see anything in the factory except for cakes and cream stuff. So I don't have anything to tell. I'm going to side eye uh, Jane Doe over there. When you guys got put in this wagon, they pretty much took everything off of you. You don't have your proton packs. You don't have your sunglasses. You don't have your neuralizer. You don't have anything on you. They took got everything it. off of you. So they would have done a thorough search of your bodies for that. Okay. Um, the, uh, the men in black turn a dial on a machine in front of them. You will now forget the events of the last two Hours since neither of you said that you wouldn't tell anybody. They they also have a problem hearing and understanding people. Assuming, I'll take a lie detector. For some reason, they don't really believe you. They've they've seen your your 
your your Facebook pages. So they know that you're just going to go out and blab it. So a serious okay, pain. As they're turning the dial, I'm sitting like this. <laughs> Fingers up. <laughs> and you guys wake up outside of Ghostbusters headquarters with no idea what you did for the last two hours. Did did Mick fucking roofie us again? Why am I half naked? I I don't know. I'm gonna go Why? dirty. Why is my suit dirty? I remember being inside the building, not outside the building. Why does my head feel like mush? Where uh, is our sh ship? Do Where's my car? It's a piece of art. Do we see our vehicles at the fire station? You see the Ecto M, but you do not see the ship. I'm gonna storm inside and immediately go look for Spandangles because I blame him. Just gonna kick shit over. Mick is not there, but his two clones are laying in bed spooning each other. Watching <laughs> watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy on Netflix. Hey, they have very good taste. Show? They He's do have here. very good taste. <laughs> I am going to. There's a copy see of the Birdcage sitting next to it, and there's another copy of like Brokeback Mountain. There you go. I'm I'm gonna say you know okay it wasn't you guys enjoy yourself and go get dressed and just seethe and wait for him to come back. Uh, as you walk out the door, you hear something like a spit into a hand and a. Why can't I quit you? Uh, <laughs> all right. Crossing the line, man. Crossing the line. <laughs> all right. I am going to pull out my phone and try to use a find my car app on for my phone. <laughs> dude, where's my car? <laughs> where's my That's car, the name so it's it's probably about 10 o'clock right now at night. You do remember that there is a meeting of the Star Seekers at midnight. And Mick has been gone quite a long time at the mayor's office. We he's giving her a, Yeah, we just assume that he's doing what he does. Giving her once over, twice over, three times over. Once, twice, three times a lady? Yeah, the mayor's twice the lady. <laughs> He probably took her out to bars and shit downtown. They're they're sharing a Metamucil right now. She's having a mint julep and he's having trying to think of an old lady drink. Coffee is all I can think of. <laughs> it's all my and grandma wine? drank. No, boxed wine. Hey, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the meantime, I'll get myself cleaned up, bandaged up redressed and ready to go i guess we can worry about the ship later so on that note we're going to call it and we'll continue next episode when the ghostbusters decide if they're going to go spy on the star seekers or not it's been nick this is allison kirk shannon see you guys and jason yeah I just I my name. Like when when it never came up it didn't <laughs> No, no. Oh, no. That's, what that's why I was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
gonna have to condense the fuck out of these notes. I'm a really bad note taker.